And we're back to normal. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Up The Villa podcast. If you are new to our channel, subscribe, drop this video a like and get involved in the comment section down below. Newcastle United 4, Aston Villa nil. Before we start, you guys that watch this show have absolutely smashed it the last week. Um, you know, it's been... It's been really, really good. So thank you, everyone, that's contributed uh, to the channel the past week. Um, it's been absolutely top, top quality. But we're back to the depressing state of Aston Villa. It lasted about a week, didn't it? Um, but, 90 minutes. But, you know, I mean, I, I spoke to... I, I did a voice note this morning and I, and I said in the chat, this game just feels weird to me because... Whatever happens today, it don't really mean nothing, does it? Because Unai Emery is coming in the building and the culture of the football club and everything that what he expects is going to drastically, drastically change. So, you know, I woke up feeling a little bit, bit of a random vibe about the game today. But, you know, I think it's... It, 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 it's highlighted exactly what we need um, again and... You know, I thought against Brentford, it was it was good, wasn't it? It was you, you sort of got that sort of that they were just playing better and more freely, weren't they? The weight had been lifted off the shoulders, and 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 maybe for that game and on that occasion, that was enough to get them through the game. That was enough to get the win. But you can't expect to just get those type of wins every single week with. The, the the way that we we applied ourselves today and it and it kind of mirrored some of the the performances what we was getting out of Steven Gerrard and, and fair play to Newcastle you know that that we said in the preview we said in the predicted lineup that they're playing really well they're being really well coached and they're in fine form so fair play to them but today Villa were just in that second half just absolutely woeful and you know I I, I said we. I said before the Gerard sacking that these players tend to revert back to type. And again, we did it today, didn't we? One goal went in, two goals went in, and then you start seeing the same old thing, don't you? Everybody's turning around, looking at each other, thinking, what's going on? What's going wrong? You know, we, we, we're waiting for something to happen. And then the fourth goes in. And for me, that there's one fundamental thing about this football team and it is they just don't know what they're doing. They simply go on that football pitch and there's no philosophy. There's no style of play. You know, if we had, if we had a style of play, you, they can at least try and revert and keep trying to do the things that they should be doing. But we just, we just capitulate and we just implode and, you know, for one of their goals, I think it was... They just steamed through us down the centre of the pitch. It went wide. And it, and it's just so, it's just so, so easy. And, and I just can't wait for Emery to just come in and have an ounce of coaching and, and, and an understanding of what we're meant to be doing. Because 
we're just we're just devoid of any type of idea. And and I think Danks did a really good job at, at the Brentford game, and it was sort of like heart desire to get us through and and show that bit of passion and get to that second ball. But you can't you can't do that over, over game after game because there's there's good teams in this league and they'll turn you over. And and that's what happened today. We got absolutely turned over in the second half. So these players are in for a rude awakening on Tuesday because when Unai Emery comes in that building and he starts getting into them on that coaching pitch, he starts giving them debrief after debrief, the minute detail of what he's going to expect in these games. You know, the, the details of probably if the ball goes out for a throwing down the left-hand side, he's going to have a detail of what he wants and expects those players to do because... Too many times I'm just seeing them just turn around, looking at each other and just caving in, caving in. And what I'm expecting to see from Emery as well, he's on the touchline. He's going to be in and in their faces all through the game, 90 minutes. They're not going to have a second to breathe. And that is going to be different as well. So fair play to Newcastle. They played really well. Um, but, you know... So you got to look at some of them players as well. And and, and do, I just wish they would stop feeling sorry for themselves. It's a massive frustration of mine. They've just got that soft underbelly all the time. And I know we haven't got a manager. And I know we're in this limbo. New manager, two games. It's, you know, can't be too down on them. But it's that... Same characteristic what I see time and time again from them. And I'm just, they're doing my head in. They're really doing my head in. And I want Emery to lay the law down on them, right? Because I want him to, to just coach the life out of them because that's what I think they need. I think if they have any ounce of for themselves to make a decision, they, I, I don't trust them to do it at the minute. Right, I want him to be a little maestro puppet on the touchline, like he's playing FIFA. I want him controlling the lot of them because I, I don't trust any of them at the minute. Um, so sorry, I've had a mini sort of rant and annoyance, but a, again, I, I'm seeing the similarities. Gerard's gone, and they're still doing the same stuff, and it, it's really frustrating. Justin, go on. <laughs> What, so, what people listening don't realise is we, we have these voice notes every day about these length of times, four, five, six minutes, Luke's, <laughs> Luke's musings on the, the current Villa situation. But you're right. You're right. Everything you've said is right. Last week felt like um, a weight had been lifted off everybody's shoulders, the fans, the manager, the, the well, the, the, the temporary manager, the coaching staff that were left, uh, the players looked, played with freedom. The early goal obviously helped last week, set the tone for the game. 3 0 up after 15 minutes, couldn't have gone any better. And you're thinking, yeah, we've, you know, thank God it, it's over. Um, fast forward a week. And uh, it's, it's hard to digest it, to be honest, because, you know, I really thought the momentum of that game last week would be enough to give us a fighting chance today to get something out of the game. And I thought for the first half hour, we were competitive. We were everything <clears throat> I wanted us to be. I, you know, we we weren't bowing down to them. There wasn't, you know, pounding us. You know, they're, they're in a 
massive purple patch of form, Newcastle. They're, they're well coached. They're well drilled. Everybody knows what they're doing. He's got players there that were written off, have been written off, you know, uh, Al Moran and, and um, Joe Linton, you know, were laughing stock at one point, a lot of these players. But but it just shows what a good manager can do. Um, and once the players start to believe and, and, and you get on this role and this momentum starts building, this is what can happen. And, and this is what hopefully we can replicate now with our, with our managerial change. And the reason we've done it, isn't it? Um, Newcastle... For us, obviously, it's a very hard place to go. We, we, we haven't done very well there for a very long time. Um, penalty was was just, you know, they're given it now. And, and, you know, we had a chat about this on the group chat. And there needs to be, they need to be looking at that rule because it's not a, it's not a correct rule in now for me. It, it, it should be, you know, when a hand handball, it's when it, you're trying to gain a clear advantage. That's, that's how I would word the rule in. Again, it's very ambiguous because it's a very difficult thing to, to, to sort of rule on during a game because you've got to decide whether they're trying to deliberately do it or not. But Ash Young isn't trying to gain an advantage there. He's just simply trying to block, you know, to stop the ball and, and his arms up because he's, his momentum's carrying there. And they're given an odd want it given the other way because of the way the rule's written because of the law. That's, that's you know, unfortunately, that's how it is. So we're 1-0 down. You're hoping at half time we can maybe come out and have a go at them. And, and, and they've just everything they've hit in the second half, first 15 minutes of that second half was very similar to us in the first 15 minutes of last week. You know, they just everything they did work, didn't it? You know, Almiron's bent one in the top corner. You know, we've obviously lost Emmy Martinez to, to, a, to a head injury and we couldn't live with them. We that, just couldn't that, live with that them. Almiron goal, Justine. There's so much wrong with that in the build-up of that. Of course there is, yeah. I mean, you, you know, can... It's gone through central midfield. Yeah. It's gone out wide. It's, it's a... That's, that's for me. That, that, that's why I've, I, you know, I said what I said at the start because it's, it's that soft, soft side to us. I mean, it was so easy, weren't it? It was just... Yeah. It, it weren't fast-paced football from Newcastle. It was just... It was just Slow and we just we just couldn't get anywhere near it. So we we lack that a bit of aggression as well, and that's what I I'm saying it, about Emery on the touchline. Yeah, you know, I want to see him telling them to to get into him because it's just so like mellow and we just roll through the motion. I mean that one when two Villa players tried to clear it as well, hmm. like. It's it, it's poor that is. Yeah, it's it's a, it looks a mess, doesn't it? It, it? When you lose four 0 obviously you can pick huge holes in the performance. Um, but 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 what what we need is is a manager to come in that can that can that can foresee what's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not digging Danks out because he's been put in a pretty difficult position. Really got a result last week for, for reasons we've explained earlier. Uh, but today was a totally different kettle of fish, and I think a more experienced manager and, and the kind of coach that we have now hired in Emery, I don't think I, I wasn't anti him picking the same team at the start. So I can't say you know I, I, with hindsight I would have picked a different team, and obviously I would now. But I think the likes of a, an Emery would would have picked a different team looking at that game now as we're sitting here digesting it and trying to pull it apart. He would look at that Newcastle's form. He would look at, at at St James's Park sellout. He would look at the momentum that they've got, and he would say, "Right, we're going to set up like this today." Yes, we did that last week, but that's not that's last week against a home. We're at home, and we're against Brentford. 
today we're against a team that's currently sitting in the top four, that's winning week in, week out. So we've got to go with a different mentality, a different mindset, a different setup, and this is how we're going to attack the game. I don't see an Emory team going to Newcastle losing 4-0 with the players we've got. Now, that won't happen overnight. That's something that's got to be drilled into them over a period of time. It might not even... Well, it will happen this season. I've no doubt it will be better um, this season because he's, he's got plenty of time to work on them and the World Cup brace come at a perfect time for him. He's got three games to see what he's got to deal with and hopefully see the kind of thing that he's 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 got to deal with over the next few weeks. And then he's got a break of a good few weeks where he's going to be having a lot of the players staying here with us. And, and hopefully after the break, we'll see we'll see an Emery side start to emerge, you know, it, how he wants to set up, how he wants to play. Uh, and that's what we've got to hope for, that, that we have hired an elite coach. Uh, and he possibly would have gone 4-5-1 today. He would have set it up different. I don't know. I really don't know how he would have attacked it. But I think he, my opinion is he would have attacked it differently to, to, to way Aaron Danks dealt with it. And that's through his experience and through his the way he, he, he looks into every single aspect of the game. You know, we spoke about it the other day on the pod of saying that he'll watch the opposition numerous times and he'll be drilling the squad over and over and over again. They're watching video upon video upon video. So when they go out on that pitch, they, they, they are fully aware of where the threats are coming from, of how the other team sets up. And if this happens, we do this. If that happens, we do this. We will react like that. You know how we can try and get at them, how we can try and open them up and create chances. Uh, but ultimately, as well, the problem is we, they've got to have the quality on the pitch, and, and we did have chances in the first half to, to, to score goals, and um, and we didn't take them chances. Yeah. And in games like this, you have to take your chances. Yeah, I think what we'll see, especially for memory as well, is when when that game sometimes. I felt today was it was a little bit like a basketball match at times. Yeah, it was you know, first half. Yeah, of, we were going forward. We might lose play. Newcastle go forward. Then it. I. I don't think you'd see that with an Emery side. I, I think you'd see a, a little measured. bit more organisation yeah. and a little bit more structure. And I think that, especially when you're playing from home, I think you sometimes need that a little bit. Um, you do because, like you say, first half. <laughs> I thought. It, First half, it, it was pretty even, weren't it? Really? Yeah, I quite enjoyed the first half. Yeah. I thought it was good, and, good and, first half. And I did think we we did play pretty well, considering how good Newcastle were doing. But you know, when they started to like turn that screw, and when they got that second goal, you know, it, even even two nil in a football match, it's it, it's never done and dusted at two 0 Because if you get that one goal, you, you're right back yeah. in it, aren't you? But you, you never felt like at two nil we were ever going to get back in that game, did you? No, there's two, there's two two ways that I think he'll come in. He, he'll come in. He'll use. You'll have to utilize what we've got, obviously, because he can't change it. And he'll set us up better. I think we'll look better on the pitch. I think visually we'll see a better Villa start to emerge. And then after that, he, he then will have to decide whether the personnel are good enough um, in every single aspect, every single position on the pitch. You know that there is big big question marks over every area really because of where we currently are yes I think we'll improve I think he'll improve everything everybody we've got but I do think he'll want one or two players at least in January to, to try and you know be, make us become better we've got two players to come back Carlos and Kamara which again will Probably improve us wait for Kamara to come back yeah yeah they will improve us definitely you know they are quality players I mean I would think you'll know all about um 
Diego Carlos, obviously from Spain. So you know, I would think he'll get the best out of him. And and then and then ultimately, it's, it's goal scoring, isn't it? You know, those chances today. Yeah, that, remember Cameron that one when it when it just flashed across Watkins and he's mm, missed it, and I'm like, yeah. This is the difference, you know. Work Newcastle have got a striker that's that's in form, and 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 not even you can tell a striker that's in form. They don't even think about it. It's just the ball's there, bang, it's in. The goal he scored last week against uh, Spurs as well. It's an instinct, isn't it? He knew straight away as soon as he collided with the keeper, the ball dropped. He he split seconds. I know where the goal is. I'm just going to lift it, and and we haven't got players in that kind of form. Danny Ings scored two good goals last week. One was a penalty, fair enough, but one was a typical Danny Ings in the right place at the right time finish. Um, but what we don't do is we don't seem to take enough of these half chances. I mean, Danny Ings, both his goals last week were pretty much on a plate for him. Obviously, a penalty is you know, on a plate, but he couldn't really miss the one that came across him. The problem we've got is we not take the strikers don't take the half chances, uh, which makes you know difference between scoring six, seven goals a season and scoring 16 and 17 goals a season. And, and that makes a huge difference because had we had taken one of them chances in the first half, it's a totally different game. Our confidence levels rise up. The, you know, Newcastle fans are a bit quieter and, you know, they don't concede many goals. So that all of a sudden they're up against something they haven't faced for a while. So, yeah, goals do change games. It's a daft thing to say, but they, they do change games. I just think... We just need this reset and, and, you know, there's a reason why we're in the position we're in. It's because we've, we've been a shit show for a long time under the old manager. So, he's been fired. The new man's coming in. Today, we'd like you, so felt a very odd game, really. Odd day. Um, but we start again next week. We, you know, we start again. We draw a line under the season up to now and the new manager gets to work. So, we can only hope that, that we've hired the right man and I firmly believe we have this time. I think we've got a top, top manager, but we've got to be patient. I really think we've got to be patient. We, we will see an upturn. We will see better results and better performances, but we've got to be a little bit patient. We can't expect a miracle overnight. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's ridiculous to think that we're gonna he's going to come in and we're going to start playing like scintillating tick-attack of football because... That's that's not his style anyway. So no. um, we just want improvement, don't we? Week yeah, in, week out, consistency. We said know, it at the start of the yeah, season. The big word, exactly. consistency. I was just going to say that, and any of the viewers that watch this show that watched us our preview, and, <laughs> and what I was saying that I wanted this season was to be a little bit more like West Ham from last season, where if you're playing pretty shit you can still draw 1-1 one, one, or you can still nick a 1-0 yeah. win or a 2-1 win and, and you're churning out results. We, we don't seem to be doing that. We, we we seem to be this season where, oh, we haven't really played that great all season. We, to win, we have to play pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Everybody has to be a, an 8 or a 9 out of 10 for us to collectively get something. Um, and again, I've said it on the pod numerous times that when one Villa player plays shit, they all play shit, and and that is a massive, massive problem. And and we, we just need that strong base where every single week, if you are playing Aston Villa, you're gonna have to play really well to beat yeah. us. Yeah. And everybody's sniffing around a seven out of ten every week because if yeah. every Villa players around a seven out of ten, you've had a decent game, and 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 that's not what we're seeing. So I think early on. It will be more defensive. I think he'll 
100% sure us up. I think you'll see organisation. I think you'll see patterns. I think you'll see fast counter-attacking football. But he, he's got three tough games up until the World Cup. You know, we've got United twice and Brighton. So they're very, very difficult games. So I would just hope we can get through those three games. We're not in the relegation zone come the World Cup. And that World Cup period will be absolutely massive. And our season will start again on Boxing Day. And then from Boxing Day till the end of the season, you'll see a better version of Aston Villa. So so that's what I'm hoping for. Um, I'd hope for a reaction next week. I hope that, you know, because it's his first game in charge, we can see a real... A I mean, bit like, I suppose, that, the Aaron... That atmosphere with, with Emery coming in to Villa Park. Yeah, it should be buzzing. It's going to be very, very good. Yeah. We've got to use that. We've got to utilise that. And the players should be up for it. You know, it should give us a real... Hopefully, we can use it and energise to energise us. And then we obviously go to Old Trafford for a cup game, which... Hopefully I mean, anything can happen in a cup yeah, game. Yeah, anything. That might rest half the team, hopefully. Um, you know, hopefully we can get through that. And then we go to to, to Brentford. Brentford Brighton. Brighton, who've just smashed Chelsea. So... Um, yeah, it is tough three games, but you know, no games are easy, are they? And and, and it's, we've got to hit that level of of consistency now. So, you know, I, I'm convinced it's the right man. I just want to see him get to work now and get and get and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. So, Villa fans, thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with a player rating episode early on as well. So, there'll be some more Villa chat from us tomorrow. And then we'll start our sort of Emery preview all week. Um, and we'll have lots of content coming next week as well. So, let's get to 10,000 subscribers. Um, thank you, everybody who's been watching us. And up the Villa. Up the Villa. <laughs>